The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, Work That Makes Sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi. Hi, everyone. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth on this wonderful spring day, at least here in Portland, Oregon, where everything is out, the tulips, the daffodils, the crocuses, the everything, the green, the blue, the big white puffy clouds. Wow, this is really heaven. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. Welcome to the Visual Workplace where every week we speak of some aspect of letting the workplace speak. Letting the workplace speak so that we can hear the operational details, we can see the operation de- operational details of our system embedded. Each week we look at some aspect of that, about how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into the living landscape of work through visual devices, through visual systems, through visual mini-systems. How to install the language of our current level of operational excellence, even if we are not quite as excellent as we will be or wish we would be. Not yet. We install that language. We make that level concrete and specific through devices, through apparatus, mechanisms, things that function these devices so that we can literally see the way we think and we can predict how that thinking will function. We can see it function because we've captured it, we've embedded it and we get wonderful, wonderful results as a result. We get the bottom line benefit of improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery time, shrinking cost, the cadence, the beat, the pace of operations. And we get splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce because that workforce is speaking through visual devices. That workforce has put the details of operations into devices, which leaves them a margin to become something else, to become a thinker in the corporation, a visual thinker, to make an improvement contribution. Not just hands and feet, but minds and hearts. Hmm? And as a result, we enjoy ourselves at work. We enjoy our self at work, our self-working, and the connection with other people, with our colleagues. Because so much of the stress has been lifted from the workplace. Because the workplace now holds those details instead of our minds. Instead of our forgetful minds. We forget and then we forgot. We forget and then we forget that we forgot. (laughs) That's the way it goes. We forget that we forgot and we become quite a distance 
from reality, the truth, the facts, the operational details that we need to do excellent work. That is the purpose of the visual workplace. It is a equal and a powerful partner, an equally powerful partner to your lean efforts and activities. But it is not the same as lean. Lean does many things. It focuses on the critical path. You call it the value stream. And it streamlines and augments that, embeds that very deeply, creates a certain rhythm, a certain pace. Lean is about the critical path, and it is about pull, introducing time, introducing the beat, the pace of the customer. That's what lean is about. Visual is about information. It is about meaning. It is about those operational details that make it possible to do excellent work within each value stream, to do it with precision. Visual also, because it has a powerful component of contribution, of thinking, allows people to improve their work, either as a group in a team environment such as a blitz or individually. The principles of visuality are specific and clear enough for people to be applying them during the course of their day as they work, looking for evidence of motion and knowing where there's motion, there will be information deficits and going after that missing information, information deficit, replacing it with a visual device that holds that information. The deficit goes away and with it, the motion moving without working. So that during the course of the day, the visual thinker becomes a better visual thinker, becomes actually a scientist of his or her own work. And this, of course, has tremendous bottom line and cultural benefits as well. Partners, visual and lean, lean and visual, equal, separate, equal, both very powerful. So welcome, welcome to the Visual Workplace. Today we are going to complete our discussion of the principles and practices of visual leadership. And I'll say more about that in just a moment. We're going to focus on the war, the uh, operations roadmap, which is the main piece, uh, the remaining main piece. Just a couple of announcements. I want to once again say we have a fine new website and we are learning so many things about scalability and responsiveness. We are learning that Mac users are multiplying wildly. It used to be 10 to 12% of all computer users had a Mac, and so you didn't really think about Mac when you did a website. But now, lo and behold, 40% of the computer-using population are using Mac, are using Mac. Everything is getting geekier. Geeky. Geek is becoming the new normal. And did you know this? This is something else we found out not, not more than a week ago. That 60% of us access the web through our mobile devices, not our laptops or our PCs or our Macs. 60% of us access the web through our iPads and iPhones and tablets and Androids. And, and all of this needs to be responsive all these dozens of different platforms. So please, please be patient with us. In the three years since our last website, the world has changed 
And so many of us are waking up and catching up at the same time. It's pretty exciting, but please be patient with us. We know about our failings. Believe me, we get your emails. We get your phone calls. We see them ourselves, and we are working through this. (laughs) So I wanted to also say we are introducing a whole new section of our website that is free. It's free to members, and for members, you just need to sign on. There's no no cost. There are levels of membership where you get benefit for a, a monetary investment, but everybody becomes a member uh, just with a sign-on, and uh, and there are certain free benefits. So uh, I will tell you that we're going to be posting them on a page in our on our website free. My main assessment tool for when I'm teaching others about how to assess a site. My pre-launch checklist, 25 core items for getting ready for a visual conversion on the operator level. And as soon as we get rolling, rolling on the website, we will have periodic secret deals that we won't announce, but that will be available for a few days or maybe a week. For example, we one of the surprises, secret surprises that we have is that we will give access to one of our learning modules free. It might be for a week, it might be for a month, but it's a $500 value. And you know, I'm very, very fussy about my work, about how it looks and feels and the level of quality it delivers to you. And even I will say, <laughs> these learning modules are really excellent. And we'll put them in the free, free part of the website. So you'll have to kind of um, be there on the day that we... Uh, Put it up, post it as free for X amount of time because we want to see more of you. We want to give you reason to visit our site. We will be opening a forum soon. We will be opening a library of visual devices. We already have a podcast library. So please visit our site, visualworkplace.com. Be a little patient with us as we enter this brave new world where everything changes overnight, whether we like it or not. Email us at radio at visualworkplace.com or call in, for example, to this show with your questions, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. I always feel a little bit uh, strange when I repeat it twice. It just sounds like a radio show when I do that. <laughs> it echoes in my ears. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com. Our featured product of this month are our edited podcasts. These are podcasts of my show, but they've been edited. It's taken us months so that they are commercial-free. That means we have to go into each and every one of them, find the commercial points, and find even me selling things, such as I'm doing right now, telling you about our wonderful products. So we've excised that. And so, and we have also collected the podcasts into topic bundles, so that you can acquire the seven podcasts related to introduction to workplace visuality or the nine podcasts for smart placement or the 35 um, podcasts that make up four different bundles, maybe even five bundles. It's either four or five or six of the visual leadership for supervisors and for executives. Each bundle is $25 for you to download, but streaming is always free to members. Always free to members. So you can always stream. But these bundles have been kind of fashioned after fashion. So 
on to today's show, but first, I actually have one more announcement. Some of you will understand the importance of this. The chickadees have come back. The chickadees have come back to the weeping willow outside my office window. They are tiny and adorable and two can fit in my hand if they came near enough. And they are very busy right now. They came back yesterday. They're building a long green sock, a nest. It's long, 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 long in the pink blossoms of the willow tree. And they're chirping and they're making life heaven on earth. I tell you, it's wonderful, wonderful to watch them. And you know, by contrast, the Cooper Hawks have come back in the tall elm out front. Cooper Hawks, these are predators. They are no less a glory but they're predator boar, or birds, predator birds. And somehow these ferocious hawks have decided not to eat the chickadees <laughs> that are just, as, you know, a flit from where they live up in their high, high elm. These are chickadees who were here last year and they've come back. Go figure. So if the hawks can do that, why can't we? You know, hawks are predators in and out. That is really quite wonderful, really quite wonderful. Welcome to spring and welcome to our show. So we are going to be talking, we are concluding our visual leadership series today. And I will begin that concluding discussion right after our first break, which is taking place right now. I'll see you in a minute. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Rivez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. 
or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Hi, this is Gwendolyn. And you are at the Visual Workplace beginning the second part of our show today where we are concluding our Visual Workplace series. It has been very, very interesting and compelling for me. This is the first time in the 35 shows that has covered this topic that I have shared this much detail about how I work with supervisors and managers through the visual format and how I work with executives. I've shared my consulting practice. I've shared my application practice. I've shared the tools, the constructs of visual leadership over these 35 shows. And if you listen to them carefully, you will find a primer for harnessing the power of visuality in order to create more effective leaders, leaders of the corporation. Whether yours is a hospital, manufacturing site, biomedical plant, multi-site corporation, 40 plants, 50 plants, 230 plants, these things exist, government agency or an open pit mind, whether you're a retail store or a restaurant, visuality is a universal language. Everyone understands it, and everyone through the principles and methods, practices of visuality can learn to speak that language and to, as it were, write it. (laughs) By writing and speaking, I mean create visual devices that convey the information, the exact meaning, and trigger or cause exact behavior as a result. Because that's what we're doing in visuality. We are using information in the format of visual devices to trigger exact behavior. The more exact our information, our visual devices, the more exact the behavior. And uh, until we reach the point that it's pokeyoke, that it's mistake proofing. If you would see mistake proofing as a continuation of the visual paradigm where we're embedding the details of our operations into the living landscape of work. In Pokeyoke mistake-proofing, we have embedded it so deeply that it is the work itself, but it is a progression from something gross, so gross as the visual wear through borders and addresses, to something so refined and so embedded as Pokeyoke devices, mistake-proofing devices. The result is visual performance with exactitude, embedded performance, and of course, out of that cultural alignment, the stress simply disappears, the struggle. Everyone sings from the same song sheet because you have made it so. You have made the workplace speak. Hmm? On the leadership level, supervisors and managers and executives Executives use the structure that is visuality as a kind of think pad, as a way of separating the detail from the detritus, the junk. The detail, what is important from the junk, just as operators do in 5S. First step, sort through, sort out. And that allows the space to open in which managers, supervisors, executives can begin to structure their thinking and move towards a decision-making that is very aligned, very effective. Developing a fine eye and ear and nose for differences 
differences that are made visual and tangible through the devices of leadership. These structures, these tools, which I'll summarize in a moment, these tools of leadership. Because as leaders, we must be able to see and say yes to the few and wait to the many. If we don't, we're flooded, we're overwhelmed, we cannot lead. We're simply overwhelmed by all that is left to be done, all that is not done, or not done completely, adequately. And we're defeated because we can't see a straight line in all that allness. And what a relief to be able to see and to hear and to think clearly. And that's what the visual devices are for on the leadership level. Remember, we are using these tools not to just have tools, but to, con- to cultivate powerful leaders of improvement. Not just leaders of the bottom line, but leaders of improving the bottom line. Effective leaders. And because leaders are not yet effective or effective enough, companies struggle. There's tremendous stress, so much noise in the system. Every workplace is flooded with priorities that constantly compete for resources and attention. How do we, how does a leader decide which, which, which will make the company grow? Despite the popular conversations that say the contrary, improvement is not a requirement. It is always optional. It always represents a decision, this and not that. Yes to the few, wait to the many, because it always requires resources that are either additional or that you have to take from something else. This doesn't mean that improvement is out of reach or lower on the totem pole than the day-to-day demands that we deal with. It means that we have to intentionally make room for it at the table, at the top. We have to decide. And then we drive. And that's how we lead. For most people in leadership positions, we find ourselves serving in a lower echelon, a lower level, a lower denomination. We are managers. We are not leaders. Even when we are managers, we're managers and not leaders, supervisors and not leaders, executives and not leaders. Titles do not make us leaders, VPs and presidents, and it's dangerous to think so. Because then we think the title makes us a leader, but in fact, on close or far look, all we're doing is managing. And no company can ever be managed into success. It can manage its way out of a problem or a mess. We see that all the time. But it isn't leading us towards improvement or growth. Compelling natural leaders are rare in any field. To move away from that notion, though, from this dependency that we've developed on personality and charisma and management, the, the skills of man, being a skilled manager, we have to implement a different set of tools or constructs that will cultivate leadership behaviors and push 
those behaviors into the forefront of our thinking and compel us to realign our personal resources so that we learn. We learn to see, we learn to act. We grow. We grow. So we need a fresh understanding. And that's why I've spent 35 shows sharing with you. That's almost a whole year sharing with you the principles and practices of visual leadership. So when we look at those tools, let me just do a really quick review so you'll see where the operations roadmap, the focus of today and the final tool is placed, placed within the structure. And I mean structure. For example, let's look at supervisors and managers and look at the three tools. But what I want you to see in the three tools that relate to their role as leaders of improvement. So to get the structure part, please envision in your mind's eye a triangle. Just imagine a triangle. And at the top or the apex of the triangle, put visual displays. The first visual leadership tools tool for managers and supervisors. The tool that provides, if you remember our discussion way back then in January of 2014, that creates enough margin for supervisors and managers to be able to shift their identity. It creates their, this margin by giving supervisors and managers a place to put their problems. That's what the display is for. The lower level of displays is visual scheduling. The robust level is a display of format where the supervisor, the manager, can put his or her problem and begin to work on it, see how it behaves, and begin to solve it in real time. And that's the first tool of visual leadership on the supervisor management level. Going clockwise, the second tool, it's a combined tool, is visual metrics and visual problem solving. Visual metrics, which will begin for most companies with KPIs, key performance indicators, can morph into a much more powerful measurement approach called stacked metrics or what I call visual metrics, where you integrate causality into the metric itself. You don't simply have a dot, you have a stack of causes or a stack of discriminators. What's in that dot? 17 defects today, or one, it doesn't matter. But what's in that dot? What are the components of that dot? So that we don't have to wait until we problem solve, which is the twin tool for this second stop on the triangle visual metrics and visual problem solving, we don't have to wait until we're problem solving to ask what's in the dot. What is that dot of 17 defects made up of? And the third tool, going clockwise, so you're about at the 10 o'clock level. I'm sorry, I beg your pardon, you're about at the 8 o'clock level. So we're at noon, probably 4 o'clock on the dial, and then... 8 o'clock for operations, is, for operations Roadmap is the Operations Roadmap. These are the three core tools that allow supervisors and managers to enroll in and deploy their new job description 
as leaders of improvement. This job description, this new identity, man or woman, manager, supervisor. These are the three tools, but we can't put the operations roadmap in place, and I'll explain it in a moment, until the executive has named the destination. And that's why these tools on the supervisor management level and then on the executive level work together. There's a synergy, and I'm going to just walk you quickly through the three executive level tools when we come back from this, our second break. I'll see you in a moment. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Welcome to the unique job search community of Lynn Radice Live. You do have the power to land the perfect job. If you are unemployed or underemployed or looking for your next career move, tune in to Lynn Radice Live. Get a job, no excuses. This is a first-of-its-kind job empowerment show. Lynn will identify the most critical needs in today's job market and show you how you can get a top position today. Get ready. Let's get hired. Lynn Radice Live airs live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're now in our third segment of our show today, and we are marching up to the point where we're going to examine in some detail the operations roadmap, which is the final tool in the visual leadership um, configuration of tools. There are six main tools. It belongs on the supervisory management level, but it is provided, the content is provided by the decisions of senior management. It's a step-down tool. This is part of the Hoshin. So with supervisors and managers, we're using visual displays to kind of clean up the personal side of the street to kind of get enough control and stability in your own thinking 
for you to have enough margin to focus on collecting meaningful measures and using them to drive problem solving. So again, you're getting more control. You may remember our description, the seven elements of the leader of improvement on the supervisor or management level. We sent, we spent several shows on this. Seven elements. The core element is improve. And around it, like blossoms on a flower, are beginning at noon, stabilize, measure, target, carry out, coach, and model. These are the components of the main focus, the core element, the anchor element, which is improve. That's on the supervisor side. Stabilize, measure, target. What are you going to target? Where does that target come, target come from? That comes from the corporate intent. That comes from senior leadership saying, this is what's important to us now. We can't do everything. Focus on BAM. And it's usually going to be lead time or quality. Safety is almost always in place. I've been in very few plants where safety isn't an understood first priority. And it very rarely shows up on the improvement list, even though we stay alert to safety concerns all the time. But it isn't a driving objective because it is such a requirement, either because of regulatory agencies or because of our own good sense. So we're usually looking at on-time delivery or quality. Cost is also not a popular way of translating corporate objectives onto the operational level to drive out costs. We do it through quality and lead time issues because almost everything adheres to that. It's like a great magnet. Lead time is the great magnet. Quality is of uh, perhaps a close second. So when we look at the operations roadmap, we are hearing the voice of senior leadership on the shop floor. The roadmap, I was going to walk you through, I wonder if I should. Let me just touch upon what the comparable considerations are on the executive side. I think I'll, I'll keep with my, with my outline so that I'm clear for you. So we looked on the supervisor management side on what becoming a leader of improvement means in terms of job description and the tools, the visual tools that I just went through. Now let's just switch, shift over to the executive as leader of improvement. Three tools. The operation systems improvement template. We use the shorthand term, the house, but it's a house that really moves. It's a house on wheels. <laughs> so, and, it, and it isn't a trailer either. It's a house on wheels. It's very focused and it's very responsive to local requirements. That will be, if you will, um, you're going to be looking at a triangle. Imagine a triangle, upside down triangle this time. So at the 10 o'clock level will be your operation systems improvement template. Then move straight across to the X-type matrix. That's your second tool where leaders then refine their understanding of what are the objectives for this year, what are the goals, what are the projects that will make those goals happen, 
what are the outcomes from those projects that will really move us up? And how do we resource what people, what tools do we use? And how much money will that make us or how much money will that save us? The four quadrants of the X-type. The X-type matrix is the second major tool on the executive level. The third tool, the one that you'll find at the, at the bottom, sometimes called the nadir, the bottom, the point of the triangle for the executive is the war room, what we talked about over the last two weeks. These are all tools for deciding and driving comparable to the seven elements that we just discussed before the break for supervisors and managers. And again, we spent shows on these. I'm just summarizing them now, kind of triggering them again. For the executive, the seven elements are different. The anchor element is leading. That's in the center. And then beginning at 12 o'clock and going clockwise, it's decide, that's number one. Two is align. Three is inspire. Four is drive. Five, verify. And six, grow. And in the center is lead. We've shifted from demand and control to lead as being the organizing element. This is what leadership means. It's defined by deciding and driving. Deciding on the improvement direction, aligning the resources, including people, inspiring that direction, and then driving it. And verifying to make sure that it's happening. And then using the benefit from that improvement to grow the organization. I've developed those seven elements after a lot of trial and error, a lot of thinking, and they hold together for me very, very well. I understand that it's important for executive leaders to have a means for structuring, and I'm including plant managers, structuring their decision-making so that those decisions not only work in consort, in concert, but they also come from a clear, well-ordered, if you will, an inspired executive mind. And structure is the answer for that. The format that allows this to happen, the physical format that we see in, for example, the house, the X-type matrix, and the templates that are on the wall of the war room. A physical format that provides the executive an an opportunity to think, to engineer, to map out, and yes, to imagine. And it... Each of these formats begin with a blank piece of paper and then we put a structure on it, a grid of some sort, and that provides the executive mind with a template for thinking because templates show relationship. So out of that flows the operations roadmap. It comes from senior leadership, the clarity of the direction the decisions, and what the corporation needs from the operations level. The supervisors are going to deploy them, but the goods come from the corporate intent. This is the step down 
of the sense of urgency and direction that we need on the value-add level, on the operations level. Whether those are offices or the plant floor, the value-add level. The roadmap is a step-down version of the X-type matrix. It contains and names the company's goals and objectives for the year, but connected to a specific set of departmental projects and tasks. Each work area will have a slightly different roadmap. There'll be a section for that. The roadmap provides each department, each work area, with its own window on the corporate intent on the corporate intent and how to contribute to it. It brings, it operationalizes that intent and then instead of a group of 10 or 20 executives and supervisors working on it, suddenly we've harnessed the power of the entire workforce. There is a facsimile of, or what we use for teaching of the template in this week's newsletter, visual, our newsletter, The Visual Thinker. There is a template there of the roadmap. It's blue. It's very blue. <laughs> At the top it says Operations Roadmap. And I realize that you can't read every single bit of that. If you want a copy of this, then send us an email and we'll send it to you. And let me describe the qua- the components or the sections of the roadmap. And the one that we have, which is a teaching format, the one that we have in the Visual Thinker this week, in the top right is the enterprise-wide mission for the year. From June 2012 through July 2013, we will grow by 10% in our market by improving our quality, reliability, and on-time delivery, and our market-specific product design achieved through our spirited, skilled, and aligned workforce. Down the left, on the left side, are company-wide operational goals. Improve profit margin by 2% this year. Here are the components, three of them. Quality, on-time delivery, and cost. Hmm? So, it says, we are going to, on the floor, this is a trailer company, improve our on-time delivery by X amount of percent. We're also going to improve the quality of our engineering drawings to less than, goodness help us, five errors per month per line. We're going to improve on on time. We're going to improve that delivery, goodness help us, by 25%. So this is a company that's biting the bullet that has some very aggressive goals. But at the same time, we can see it's pretty far behind the line, pretty far behind the curve. When you start talking about 20%, even 10% of anything as improvement, you know you're taking a big jump forward, you also know there's a lot of low-hanging fruit that continuous systematic improvement will be able to help us pick. So we've gone down the left side of the roadmap and we'll do the right side and the stuff around it when we come back from this, our last break for today. I'll see you in a moment. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. At the last segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace, we are concluding our 35-part visual leadership series. We're discussing the final tool of the six tools of visual leadership, and that is the operations roadmap. This is deployed by supervisors but it is a reflection, a mirror for the corporate intent that is developed and refined for publication by senior management, by the executive level leader of improvement. So what we're looking at is a format that has six main components to it. One is the statement of our year-long mission, or if you will, corporate intent, profitable growth, and what that looks like in terms of improvement goals. Down the left, and this is just a template, you can organize this any way you like, you'll see an example of the one that was created by Royal Nottebaum Trailers, a little bit at a distance because the information is proprietary, but you'll see it in a department on one of the walls where welding is happening, and it's there. And there are weekly meetings around it because of what happens on the right side of the template, at least this teaching template. So on the left side is the year-long mission. What are we about this year? What are our operational goals company-wide this year? Broadly speaking, a 2% growth in profit margin. And we look at quality goals on-time delivery goals and cost goals. And on the left side, on the right side 
are the specific goals for this department. In this case, it's line four. It's an assembly line. The goals are very specific, and right below the goals are the actions and the tools that we're going to use to get there. We name the methods right there on the operations roadmap. We have to have tools in our toolkit, in our departmental and company-wide toolkit that allow us to create the improvement activity. Please don't let it all be blitzes. Blitz is a format of time and space. It is not a protocol of improvement per se. It's not a methodology. It's a format for improvement, but it is not a methodology for driving improvement. Your A3 would be a methodology for driving improvement or your um, visual problem solving, for example, your toolkit. So in this one for, for line four, The area-wide goals are improve in-process quality, goodness help us, by 20%, as measured by the number of internal customer complaints. That means internal to the company, downstream, how are we doing? Badly. We're complaining. Ah, let's listen to that complaint. In-process quality. Two is a 93% on-time delivery, goodness help us. 93% on-time delivery for targeted outputs, and we're going to measure it in four-week chunks. This isn't daily. This is, you know, kind of like, goodness help us, 93% average. I would have preferred a range at least because it's much more precise. Anyway, and improve overall lead time by, goodness help us, (laughs) 10% as measured by the decrease in standard work times, the elimination of waste. The tools that we have at our disposal will be to conduct one, let's call it, visual blitz per month. This is a visual, this is a, uh, a company that really drove visual as, as the leading improvement initiative and lean kind of pulled up behind with standard work and uh, putting in pull, pull in place. Eliminate one quality problem per month by using a software that was internal to the program called RCA. And implement operator-led visuality by moving one area from red, which is the starting level, to yellow, which is the medium level of visuality, and then eventually to green. So that's it for line four. And this is a draft. It went through several refinements. On this operation roadmap, and I recommend that you do this as well, is a place for your corporate values. For example, on this particular one that is in your newsletter, empowerment and accountability and the quality slogan or motto for this company, we build reliability in. That's the way this company talks about quality. We build reliability in. In addition, there are uh, some. There's a little place in the upper right where we talk about in-process quality, on-time delivery, engineering quality, and costs. First time right, tack time, engineering errors per month. So this becomes a kind of marketing piece, promotional piece, but also action-oriented uh, recipe 
for what we're going to do on the departmental level. This is posted by the supervisor, promoted by the supervisor. We're creating that linkage. And the supervisor is saying, this is our corporate intent, guys, men and women. This is what we're going to be focused on so that we're aligned with the greater good. This is our contribution. This is our peace. This is our Hoshin. So it's all well and good to do the X-type, but it also needs a step down or translation so that you can harness the power of the multitude of people who are ready to think and ready to contribute. We call that our operations value add level. And this is the translation point. And I remember the first time we did it in this particular company, the one that I'm describing to you now, how hard it was to get a supervisor because we wanted a volunteer to test it out, to take the operations roadmap for a ride, to complete one for his area. His name was Vim. To complete one for his area and then to publish it, to talk about it, to gather a line of about 15, in this case men, and say, this is what we're about this year. Vim uh, volunteered because he liked me. Everybody else said no. It wasn't that they didn't like me. It's that they liked me and they said no. (laughs) He liked me and he said yes. And within a week, every single supervisor wanted one like that. Vim started and suddenly, he called it, he was Dutch, his guys knew what he wanted and wanted to do it. It was a real rallying point. You would be amazed, and why would you be? But you would be amazed at how powerful visual is for motivating and aligning. Because people get it. They're so smart, and visual allows our natural intelligence to, to, to shine forth. We want to be part of the improvement movement. We want to be part of the improvement goodness. But don't let us guess about it. Give us, if you will, a battle to fight, a war to win, a campaign to conduct. It calls forth the hero in us. But we need to know who the enemy is and we need to know what winning means. That is the impact of the principles and practices of visual leadership and what we have been talking about. And it comes to a head in the roadmap because in a way it is your most visible face for visual leadership, the roadmap. It is a way of saying we're doing this together, which is, of course, such an important dynamic in leadership. You have to have followers. You can't lead if people don't follow. But they need to know which, which, way, the, which way good is. I hope that you have benefited from our discussion, our long discussion of visual leadership. It has been entirely my pleasure to share this with you. This is my life's work and that you are listening, all 70,000 of you, (laughs) that you are listening and that you are coming back week after week and month after month means the world to me. And this, what I've shared with you over these 35 shows, is something of great use to the executives, supervisors, and managers of your corporation. I hope you take it very seriously. It is not popularly promoted. I'm not saying I'm unique or this thinking is unique, 
But I will say that leadership is more than just about emotional intelligence. It is about structuring your experience, your skill, your insight, and your drive in such a way that others can align, can register, and enroll, and you can grow as a corporation and certainly as people. So, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm going to start new stuff next week. I have, a, I have about 50 ideas, and I'm just going to start marching through them, but they won't be connected in this particular way. We'll be able to be much more opportunistic. I look forward to it. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I'm signing off. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening.